Hey friends, I hope you all are doing well. I have been looking through my journal tonight. I ran across a video and it made me, uh, it was a video of a woman giving these prophecies over the state of Florida. And the short snip that I saw reminded me of things God had told me last year in the beginning of last year. So I went looking for it and I didn't get too far because I found this, oh, this, these, it, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I had an evening where I had multiple encounters with demons. And so I just ran across that journal entry and I remember it like it was yesterday. And so I thought, you know what, let me go ahead and share this with you. And, and my hopes is that as I continue to share, and if you listen to multiple podcasts, that you'll really start to understand how this supernatural realm operates, the attacks and the counters to that, uh, what I see and, um, well, let me share. Let me, let me not get too far ahead of myself. So, uh, in this time of my life, I was really, really going through an intense trial. Uh, I don't feel released to share what that is yet, but it was intense. It, it is, it wasn't just, <laughs> I can't pay my bills. It wasn't just, I'm not happy or it was fire hot hot, hot, refining fire. And I did cry every single day during this time in my life because the suffering was so great. I did choose to stay in the suffering because I knew that the suffering was my flesh and that it had to die. And when you die to your flesh, it does hurt. It does hurt. And so this was in the midst of that So I was praying, spending a lot of time reading God's word, and I was reading Psalm 121, where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. And I wrote, my help, not by my might, not by power, by his spirit, his spirit is my help. His spirit is my answer. He is my solution. And so I just started praying for God to give me wisdom, supernatural, godly wisdom that would guide me and protect me. And then I saw, I was in my bedroom. I saw in the spirit, a wolf prowling around my bed and he was prowling. He kept looking at me. I was his prey. I could tell that as he was prowling and and eyeing me up, if you will, that he wanted to attack. He didn't want to kill me. He wanted to destroy me. He wanted to cause destruction. His claws looked like webbed duck feet. However, he was still very, very agile. And so I simply asked him, why are you here? What's your assignment? And he snarled at me and continued to pace. 
and he wanted me really bad, but he had not been given permission. He hadn't been given permission and he was angry about it. And when I got that revelation, I said to him, you know that you're not more powerful than me. I am the daughter of the King of Kings. I am covered by the blood of Jesus. I am, my children are, my home is. Then the wolf lowered his head in defeat. And I told him, you are subject to God's authority. I then broke out in holy laughter, which is something that was new to me last year. And I'll have to explain that at another time. Um, but, but I broke out in holy laughter because it was so ridiculous as my eyes were opened with that godly wisdom. My eyes were opened to how ridiculous it was that this wolf thought that he could hurt me when I had the, the authority because of the blood of the lamb to trample him under my feet. And I said, you know, you act so mean, but you cannot do anything even though you want to you have no power or authority you're such a fool to think you can do whatever you want and so i said i command you to go in the name of jesus i bind and cancel your assignment to destroy and destruct and i command you to feel the fire from the blood of the perfect lamb and i saw him shrink and whimper and run away and I just, I just sealed it and said, you know, in the name of Jesus, you'll never return. And as soon as he was gone, I looked up into the corner ceiling of my bedroom and saw what I knew instantly to be a weeping spirit. And it was hanging all over like an ugly alien. It, it looked kind of, I described it as a chandelier. It had these stringy legs that were at, at the bottom of the legs. There weren't feet with toes. They were drops as in a teardrop, a big teardrop. And I guess I called it chandelier like because there are some chandeliers that are, are crystal that have a long, um, a long, cord or long I don't know what you call them but you know there's crystals hanging down and there's a whole bunch of crystals hanging down and remind me of that so these had long legs with huge teardrop shaped feet again no toes just a big teardrop and they were green like snapped like slimy snapped and it was sitting in the corner of my room in the ceiling and it I saw that it had been following me wherever I went and I suddenly this is very rare for me but I suddenly smelled something that seemed like urine it was just stench and I wrote here because it leaves a residue on me like a film I see the residue dripping off of my hair, sorrow, grief, sadness, defeat, and downtrodden. So I start to tell it, I see you. I am aware of you. I'm aware 
of what you've been doing. I'm aware of your assignment and I see you. And I broke out in holy laughter again. And I heard it's resurrection day. And I just canceled the assignment of sorrow, grief, and sadness in the name of Jesus. And I commanded all of the residue to go in Jesus' name. I saw strings with teardrops sliding out from various rooms in my home. I saw the slimy, stringy teardrops slide down my hallway towards my front door. I saw one try to go into uh, one of the far rooms. I saw one try to go into my car window and I told it, no, all of it, every last drop of it must go in the mighty name of Jesus. And I watched it leave and I just started to clear. It's my resurrection day. It is the day that dead things come to life. It is the day that lifeless Things become new again, not by my power, but by his spirit. And then I heard the father speak to me. And this is what I wrote. Precious one, dearest daughter of mine, I've chosen you for great and mighty things thou knowest not. You are so special and anointed by the king to do his work and to grow the kingdom not by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. You have been given keys to the kingdom, keys that are heavenly perspective, spiritual lenses. Your view is from on high because you're a co-heir, a friend. You have a partnership to accomplish heavenly things on earth, to spread light in dark and hopeless places. You our carrier of hope, chosen, set apart, not abandoned. He thought he had you. The enemy thought he had you. When you were molested by all these different people as a child, and then he thought he had you. When your appendix burst and you should have died, the enemy rejoiced, but he was defeated again. Each tragedy and trauma, he has thought he had you. And then it does go on from that. But the father talked about different things. And then he said, each argument that you've had, he has clapped his hands and rubbed his paws together, pleased with his work, but no more, daughter, no more. He knows, he has been notified that his schemes won't work. He sees my awareness and authority. His little demon minions are afraid to come close because you know, you see that you are the daughter of the king, the resurrected king. The resurrected king who gives new life. I am making a way. I love how the father is just so loving and kind. And he sits on a throne high above everything. And yet at the same time, he's beside me. He 
is crowned glorious, perfect in majesty, holy and righteous. He's matchless in everything he does. And yet, he loves us like no other. His love is matchless. So I've turned my page now. And I forgot about this demon that I saw that night after all of that. And this one was a really big deal. This was quite different. So I saw another demon and it was hiding under my windowsill. It's long and twisty. It has colors like a caterpillar. It's fuzzy and has beady eyes. It isn't smooth. Um... His long body twists over and over and over like a worm. And I hear deceit. So that was his assignment. Deceit. An action or practice of deceiving someone by concealing or misrepresenting the truth. A synonym of deceit is cheat, trick, fraud, deception, delusion, shame, oh, sham, cunning. Then I saw them all over. They were sitting and waiting all over my home, and I commanded them all to go and to feel the fire of the blood of Jesus. And they came out of so many different crevices. One once out once they went out of the front door, they actually gathered together to form this very large nest like ball. And I commanded them to get out of my neighborhood and I watched it roll away. And then I got the revelation that it was a ball because when they go, they invade. They never just go one or two. It's an infestation, an infestation of deceit. And... I have been deceived or something in my life for years and it had caused me so much immense pain and I had revelation of what to do that morning and that meant their assignment was over and my son woke up He woke up late that day and he walked into the room and he said to me, it feels different in here. And I thought, hallelujah, hallelujah for freedom, hallelujah for revelation. That is what happens when the enemy's assignments and tactics over your life, over your family have been revealed and have been canceled and they leave it is life-changing it shifts your atmosphere these aren't little things these are life-changing things and my life forever changed that day one year ago one year ago my life forever changed and i just encourage you to get alone with God get a book get a blank piece of paper and a pen get alone with God 
and ask for godly wisdom and revelation of what the attacks are on you right now, your family, your finances, and and listen for words, specific words like deceit, like despair, like destruction. Um, the assignment that God has been revealing to me over the church as a whole and just most people's lives, I think, the assignment is distraction. There's so much that God is trying to do right now through his children. But they're distracted. So distracted. Specifically by things they see with their eyes. And you're going to miss out. I'm warning you that you're going to miss out. God is about to do a move And if you don't lay aside what your flesh wants, you're going to miss out. He's worth it. He is so worth it. His love for you is life-changing. But you've got to lay the things you've put before him down. And, and it can feel like a loss, but it's not. That's, that's deception. That's deception. So let me just pray over you. And I pray that you have a heart to receive this prayer. Heavenly Father, Father in heaven, King of kings and Lord of lords, Holy One of Israel, we bless your name. You are mighty and glorious. Your love, your love is astounding. How can a holy and perfect God love us? I will never be able to wrap my head around it, and I never want to. I want to be in perfect awe of your love. Father, give these listeners that awe and wonder of your love. Give them that revelation of your love for them. You are so good and kind. You are a gentle, gentle Father. I pray right now over their minds. Cancel the assignment of fear over their minds in Jesus' name. Lose courage. Lose your faith over them in Jesus' name. I pray they would receive greater faith. Right now in Jesus' name, I cancel the assignment of distraction and destruction over your life. I cancel it with all authority under heaven. I cancel the assignment of deceit over your mind in the mighty name of Jesus. Deceit, you have to go in Jesus' name. This vessel is too holy for you to stay. You are trespassing on holy ground. This person is a child of the king and you are subject to the authority of Jesus. The blood of the lamb has paid for their freedom. The blood of the lamb has paid for their victory, for their healing, and for their wholeness. And so I command you to go in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you for freedom, Lord. Thank you for revelation, Lord. Bless them with revelation, Lord. Bless them with purity. Bless them with faith. Bless them with truth. In Jesus' name, 
I pray that you would receive his truth. I pray that you would receive holiness and purity in Jesus' name. I feel like there's someone listening that keeps picking something up. They keep picking something up that they know is not pure and holy. And and I'm not talking about, well, I was going to say physically picking something up, but it could be your phone. It could be your phone. So whatever you're picking up, it's not better than what God has for you. It's not. It may bring you temporary pleasure, but it is a cheap, cheap substitute what God has for you. And God blesses obedience. My life is proof of that. He blesses obedience. And so I just cancel that assignment right now of of distraction and deception. I cancel the assignment of perversion in Jesus' name. I cancel it over this person's mind. God, God, I pray right now that you will release your strength over this person. Give them strength, Father, to pick up the things of, of heaven over the things of earth in Jesus' name. Give them wisdom to know what to do. Give them tools, Father. Bless them with tools to help them be victorious and give them eyes to see. We thank you, Lord, that our help comes from you. There is none like you in all the earth, Lord. Continue to reveal, continue to expose darkness in our life, Lord, so that we can draw closer to you, so that we can look more like you, so that we can impact the world in your name. Thank you, Lord, for what you're going to do. Thank you for what's in head, what's ahead for us. We pray with expectant hope of what's to come. You are a treasure. I pray all this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.